Welcome to SelfDiscoveryRadio.com, where the orchard of wisdom is just ready for picking. We celebrate your why, the journey that you've taken that inspires someone else. We support your services. We support your story. Come and be our guest. Become a host. Be an author with us. Come and see what we've got. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another show of Raising Our Gifted Children. And we have a gifted child here today, for sure. My name is Sarah Troy, the host of the show and selfdiscoveryradiotv.com. And we have Zoom Kid here, um, mm-hmm. the vegan kid who has a vegan statement to make and a very profound vegan statement, along with his mom, Jillian, and this very, very handsome dude in the middle here. Please do introduce this really gorgeous creature that's stealing the show. What is, uh, what is the name here? This is Ms. Paisley. Ms. Lee. And uh, I, I don't think anybody's going to be looking at you two. They're just going to be looking at this wonderful pooch here right in the middle. Out. <laughs> but this is what it's all about, isn't it? Your passion for animals. And, uh, you know, I love the statement, you were born a vegan, which of course had to be mum's choice because yeah. I don't, you made that choice when you were growing up, but uh, uh, maybe maybe from a soul level, but not mm-hmm. quite yet from that physical level. But the what drives you to being um, a vegan activist, somebody there that's educating and inspiring people is your love of animals, isn't it? As we yeah. can see very evidently here from the, the show stealer. <laughs> right just, just a gorgeous face, absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I saw you in Victoria doing your speech, which you did very, very well. And it's wonderful to see such young people stepping up and being the voice. And today we really are seeing kids educating us adults and reminding us about the simple things in life, but also back down to compassion. And that's really your driving force, isn't it, love? Compassion for animals. So why don't you tell us a little bit of really what it means to you to stand up at your age and speak out for the animals well from my age I feel like especially when I'm like older I think I have like the more opportunity to speak out for animals that I'm older and I know more mm-hmm. for that not saying no but <laughs> just say um I love doing more things for the animals like doing the vegetarian speak mm-hmm. that really made my heart happy because when I was doing it I was thinking like after this is going to go viral, you know how many people it's going to get. So I, I really liked it. It was very fun. There was so much, so much good food and it was so good for people to touch this yeah. in it. Yeah. And of course your basis is the love of animals, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, people have in the past and some still do look at animals mm-hmm. as just purely a commodity. Uh, you know, something that's there to serve man. And we forget that if everything, if anything has a heartbeat, it is a life and it deserves yeah. to live. And so the compassion for animals and for them not to be in pain and not to be our dinner plate um, is a driving force for you. Now, a lot yeah. of people look at veganism and they go, oh, foof, I'm not going to give up my steak, right? Yeah. 
Uh, or a lot of people also look at it and go, well, you know, I'm, I won't be healthy. I'll get emaciated. Yeah. <laughs> and, and of course, some of the healthiest people, and I've interviewed vegan athletes who actually became better athletes after becoming oh. vegan. Um, yeah. Some of the healthiest people in the world are vegan. So there is a, a misunderstanding that, you know, going to plant-based foods is actually healthier for you in many ways. And I think that's one of the reasons why you started, Mum, him on the vegan path in the beginning, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it was always ethics um, Mm -hmm. as to why I wanted to become vegan. But when you look at the biggest mammals on earth, they're all vegan. So if you, you know, people eat mammals like a cow, but the cow eats grass. So why, you know, they say take up the middle, the middle one and just eat the grass. Yeah, you know, it's we look at these creatures who are mighty, 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 the biggest creatures in the world, and they're all plant-based creatures. Yeah. And it's like, so where, you know, I, I understand that, you know, in the dark ages, you know, um, growing things, you know, weather-wise wasn't so easy, but we do know better today. And yeah, I think... Exactly. And I think it's uh, more and more of the education of who we are. As I said, the show stealer. He's just wants to lie down. Now it wants to be right there in the middle of the camera. <laughs> you're talking about animals. So you're talking about me. When people I, get... Oh, sorry. No, please go ahead. When people really get to uh, meet animals like cows and pigs Mm -hmm. and chickens and see that they're just like their animal that they have at home, that they each have personalities, that they have heart, like you said, they have heartbeats, emotional systems, they have feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, When you get that interaction and get that feeling, then it's pretty hard to argue the the meat eating yes and of course again today we're in a different demographic you know there's so many other different type of nutrients that we can supplement with we're understanding what the plant food base um really can do for us and it's about Mm -hmm. balance you know a lot of people think well i can't live on a lettuce leaf you know oh my Mm -hmm. goodness um my daughter is vegan about have a Mm -hmm. vegan wedding my son has a restaurant where has vegan food in it we are always eating vegan food and it is delicious because you could be so creative with the dishes so it's just really i think two things one i think a connection where people don't understand that animals are life, their life, just as we don't have right to take our lives, you know, mm-hmm. a human life, we really don't have the right to take an animal life. It has a heartbeat, mm-hmm. it has a presence, it has a soul, and we don't have that right. Um, that's the ethics side of it. And of course, mm-hmm. on the other side of it, no, you do not have to sacrifice your health, your delight of food, um, your well being. None of that has to be sacrificed whatsoever. So it's just a question of getting people educated. We right. don't want to dictate to people. It's an invitation, isn't it? To let yeah. them know how different it is. How have you found, um, Mr. Zoom, how have you found the response to you as a kid standing up and saying, you know, I love being a vegan. I love animals. Um, how have you found the response from people? Well, Okay, that's a good question. Ah, nice. Um, well, for the response of veganism, I think a lot of people like get from 
when they've been vegan for a long time or not. If I like say I speak out more, I think like for non-vegan people, probably they'll go vegan in the future too. Mm-hmm. So, and what what have you thought about like when you were in school? You were talking about oh. what people thought when you said you were mm-hmm. vegan. Well, um, I've like sometimes probably they might have teased me and mm-hmm. um and. I don't think that's like bad in a way because like that I'm I don't know what I can say like maybe it starts uh, a conversation like, doesn't it yeah because I'm older maybe I can like handle those thoughts yeah. easier for me so so like when they say like say oh uh why are you vegan well why don't you eat meat like I would say well well well, I would say, well, I like being vegan. I do not like hurting the animals, and they have emotions and feelings too. Right. And they don't have the right to be killed in factory farms. Yes. And, and I think, like, like in, say, 2025, there will be a change in the future of veganism or some, some kind of, like, aquarium, zoos, parks, what have animals. There will be some kind of change. The world. So we're seeing is, that change now yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. and we're really indoctrinated into thinking that it's okay to eat animals yes um, like yeah. I talk about the book, there's that disconnection we grow up you know we have um like hamburgers mm-hmm. for dinner not realizing okay that's a cow with feelings yes. we don't we don't name it that so i think yeah. changing the language around what we're eating is also going to be important in making that that yeah. I think when people kind of get it that someone, some soul had to die for your dinner, you know, I yeah. think you look at your dinner in a different way. You know, right now, A&W has come out with a vegan burger yeah. and they can't keep up with the demand. They're literally yeah. selling out and which just shows you, I mean, it's changing meat eaters everywhere going, I had fish and chips the other day with my daughter and didn't know that it was vegan fish. And this is the thing is that we allow our perception to get in the way, don't we? And and we don't realize that there are so many uh, versatile opportunities there and Mm -hmm. and discoveries. Um, I had a woman on here who, um, Danielle Basson, who... Oh, sorry. Well, that's okay. Don't, don't catch anything. And she actually, because of her health, went to veganism. It was a question no doctors could help her anymore. And now she actually goes around interviewing vegan restaurants around uh, North America. She's written books on it, uh, different times to have cultures of vegan food and sharing the recipes. And the recipes are fantastic. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is that this veganism isn't boring. It is yeah. so versatile. It is so tasty. And today, and you've you've got Richard Branson who's now come up with vegan meat, and mm-hmm. with that kind of money, that kind of power behind him, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're seeing also less people using leather and going to mm-hmm. leather. There is mm-hmm. a leather type product out there right now that is stronger mm-hmm. than leather, that looks like leather, it feels like leather. Mm-hmm. We really don't have the excuse anymore, do we? We, 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 The thing is, as you said, veganism in 2025 is going to be very, very big. And I think what we're looking at now is a massive shift, massive shift. And then having somebody, you know, like Zoom speak out about it and, uh, and 
be a young person to stand up by his ethics, by his mm -hmm. compassion, you know, by the fact that he's obviously looking very, very healthy on vegan food. There's nothing amazing yeah. looking on him there. Plenty of energy. And you're changing people's minds. You're showing people that there is a difference. Because I think a lot of people, just as you said, don't associate mm -hmm. the, the burger with the sacrifice. Yeah, and you go into a store and it's all prepackaged. It's so yes. it's yeah. so removed. disconnected. Mm. Um, like that. So, like when I think, like when you guys are talking about A and W, mm -hmm. like they have the Beyond Burger, I was thinking, like if they have the Beyond Burger, it should just all go vegan. <laughs> like in a fact that if there's something vegan on the menu mm -hmm. and they have yes. like other not non-vegan thing they should like make everything vegan like it doesn't really suitable for other people like they have like more chicken wings burgers <laughs> and they should have like everything vegan with like vegan fries vegan hamburgers. yeah it's it's just... they, they, they'll get there the thing is is yeah. that you know you can't expect you know the the billions of people on the world just to change like that they're still living yeah. on an old paradigm and an old yeah. program and it has mm -hmm. to be that inspiration like yourself with your book, with your speaking, with your passion to go out there and, <laughs> and to change people's minds and just show them something that maybe they just didn't connect to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Educating them on it. The fact that A&W has a vegan burger, do any of the other fast chains? No. Right? Not that I know of, no. Right. The fact that it's selling out Mm -hmm. that the demand is so big is letting everybody know that veganism is on its rise mm -hmm. and people are wanting it for whatever reason they are wanting it. So suppliers yeah. will meet the demand. We've just got to turn the volume up on the demand. Mm -hmm. And I think also in educating people, we have to educate people that there's systems at place that allow yes. this to happen that we don't see on a day-to-day -day basis because the factory farms are out in the middle of nowhere. Right. So we're not seeing animals transported unless you're bearing witness that yes. you can be with different organizations mm -hmm. you don't see all that whole right. system so that's been hidden from us i think um, it's, you know we're, we're, we're looking I, I don't call it um um you know meat farming anymore it is it is a manufacturing of mm -hmm. animals and when we look at the, the lack of humanity the brutality um of it is it's insane you know it's yeah. inhumane yeah. and it's insane and i think what people have got to remember if you're killing an animal in pure terror pure fear it's going to raise the cortisol in their body and you're eating yeah. that fear is there a yeah. correlation with society right now that is under more stress than it is even in wartime I believe there's a, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I've always believed that, that you're ingesting that, mm -hmm. that spirit of that animal is in that flesh. Yes. So there's something going on there for sure. And yeah, I know even, um, I think something important to raise too is also the people working in the systems mm -hmm. are not necessarily bad people. They are doing it because they're caught up in the system and right. they might see, and it's a very brutal, brutal mm -hmm. system for them to have to 
do what they do so there's, there's a lot of post-traumatic stress amongst those people yeah. actually and they don't last long in their job and they you know it gets to them which is good um mm -hmm. and the less people going into it but of course people have got they you know they they put these farms up in low-income places yeah. you know in places you know that yeah. they need a job to feed their family mm -hmm. because they know if they put it elsewhere where there is anybody has a choice they're not going to go there so mm -hmm. We can't turn a blind eye, can we anymore? No, you know, we, we yeah. no. you know, whether, whether you're doing it for your health, which you know, many, many people have turned to veganism because of the health, because the health benefits are amazing. Um, it's, I mean, the World Health Organization has rated, I think, bacon or one of the meats as a carcinogenic. So yes. Lots yes. of studies are pointing to yes. plant-based. Even yes. our uh, Canada Food Guide is... Uh, do you know about the revisions that they're taking? They're thinking they're hoping no, to take. No, please tell us. Yeah, they're hoping to take the whole dairy category out of right. the, you know, our uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yes, yeah. yes. So there's a lot of backlash, of course, from animal agriculture. Of course. But, yeah, that's that's an interesting topic as well. Well, this is the thing: the more you're willing to talk about it, mm -hmm. you know, and of course, Mum, you're obviously you know a huge advocate here and. And your boy here has, you know, taken up the mantle and got out there and speaking and interviewing people and a book coming out and everything else. You know, it's the more we talk about it, the more we educate. When veganism kind of really came onto the forefront, I would say around 20 years ago, it was a scare tactic. It was an in your face, you, you were, you know, you are the evil one. And I think it's changed so much now to being more educating people and inspiring and inviting because you're never going to get anyone to change with the pitchfork. Um, it is about erasing their own heart awareness, isn't it? So that they step into compassion. How can you compassionately go and order that burger once you know the story of how that burger got there? And when you find out, when you see what's happening face to face, the horror. Yes. It, it's, almost, it's almost unfathomable and unable to speak about and i think that's also a barrier to why people don't go vegan because it's you're going to have to confront mm -hmm. a part of yourself right yes and um what was i going to say <laughs> oh boy lost it. Well, it's your inner consciousness yeah, you know, it's um, again, if you're brought up in a certain way, which of course I was, um, you know, you disassociated. Um, yeah. Of course, in my time period, there wasn't the big manufacturing plants. It was humanely done on, on a farm, even though still killing animals, but it was a different process. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, today, what we're looking at is the demand for people. It's almost become gluttonous. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the gluttony is, is causing us, and wasteful, <laughs> and wasteful, you know, uh, we have become so wasteful. Um, McDonald's, if they don't sell so many burgers by a certain time, they throw them out. They don't even give them, you know, to the people on the street. They throw them out. And you think, mm -hmm. boy, is that wrong on so many levels. Yeah. But if you have a plant-based food, you don't need to worry about throwing it out. It's not going to go off mm -hmm. um, like meat is going to go off. You know, it's going to have a longer life shelf. It's going to be more durable. Um, it's just a question of educating people. I had yeah. um, a guy, uh, Gene, from the farm sanctuary on, mm -hmm. and we were talking about the amount of water that it takes for um, beef mm -hmm. manufacturing, uh, mm -hmm. the methane that comes out 
um, because of the gases and yes. and also that the grain that it takes to feed them would actually feed all of the children in Africa yeah um, and you know one of the questions I brought up which I know people will ask is well, well what do we do with all of these animals if you don't eat them we stop manufacturing them we start treating them as you know the farm animals as pets as yeah. uh, as creatures that are a part of us right mm -hmm. and that's we look at them in a totally different way and as yes. you said when you look at a, a cow face to face there's the great guy that's out there playing the piano with all the car you know uh, coming along and somebody playing the violin bringing the yes. music uh, in and, and the cows loving it yeah and you know we forget they have a consciousness you know this little one right there, the little yeah, she's, white beauty there has a consciousness. <laughs> I think I remembered my point. Um, we brought up uh, the beginning of veganism and how it was in your face and everything. And I think when you first turn vegan or you first find out the horrors, like if you watch Earthlings or something and you right. see all of that or Dominion, you're going to be angry because yes. it's unbelievable but so in my book we also talk about how to turn that anger into oh, I lost you sweetie your video there we go <laughs> it looks like it's going down the battery right so yeah five percent battery left um okay yeah uh, here we go again how to turn that anger into yes. nonviolent communication like yes. said, you can't judge somebody for eating meat so you have to cut you have to reach them on the level that they're at and remember that you were there at some oh, point. Oh, yes, exactly. Animals, so. Yes. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's not a blasting people, it's inspiring people. And that's yeah. what you're doing, Zoom, isn't it? You're out there inspiring people and showing yeah. people that, you know, it's, it's not a judgment call. It's an invitation yeah. to know more. But, yeah. And when you're speaking next. Um, no, no, before I say that, oh, okay. no, yeah, um, I'm going to be speaking next at um oh shoot <laughs> Calvin, okay i got this <laughs> uh Calvinino Fed Fest on the September September twenty seventh. Right. So that's gonna be some party. Yes. <laughs> so, and when I think about like factory farm I think I made this quote, I don't know. Um I don't know what they called um it's not a quote but like if some kid walked into like a pig factory farm and they saw what was going on yeah they were like like they would want to go vegan like in that yeah. kind of way you know yeah. like everyone in the world doesn't have to eat animals there's like probably i don't know 27 million non-vegan people in the world and probably like i don't know 70 million people <laughs> i don't know the stats i don't know the <laughs> Well, you have many cultures, you know, like India yeah. or Thailand or anything um, that, that are very low-eating meat people. Um, and they've lived on the grains and on the, the beans and the seeds and everything else. And so all we have to do is, is just be willing to open up our minds to the options, right? Mm -hmm. So before your battery goes flat, so why don't you tell us about the book? The book. Okay, well, he's got my first book in his hand. Okay, and that is? Uh, this, is our, this is my first book. Can you see? So? Yes, I can, yes. The Great and Seal Pup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> called um, King Zoom, The Great Seal Pup Rescue. Mm -hmm. 
and it's like um tell me what it's about well my cousin and me were going to the beach one day to have a picnic because the next day they were leaving so we rang like a picnic and yeah my my mom was just looking around then she saw like a seal cup like like this one here yeah and it was on the rocks and it looks like it was dead but it wasn't dead so we packed everything up you put it in the in like the bag and we took it to like we made some calls first we made some calls <laughs> first yeah <laughs> then we took it to the like the like some place in Nanaimo, no, Parkville, and BC. And we took it to like a emergency doctor's seal pop place. It ended up going to Island Wildlife Natural Care Center on Salt, Salt Spring Island, Island mm-hmm. where they, they rescue over 100 seals a year. Wonderful. So it turned into a book. Oh, that wonderful. was the first book. The first so, book. Like, so three years later, it was like more like. <laughs> Like, yeah. Well, wonderful drawings and wonderful right. color. That's certainly invitational right there. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Wonderful. Lovely. Yeah. It was really fun to see all the cool colors. And yes. <laughs> and and yeah. color has a, has a great psychological effect on people. Yeah. So it's, again, a double invitation. Right. Yeah. yeah. And the second so book the, came about? Yeah. The second book, I decided, I've actually got a few books on the go, but I decided to focus because he's doing so much activism. Yes. Um, that, and we homeschool as well. And I had been documenting all his, all the stuff that he does. And I thought, you know, we got to put this into a book. Mm-hmm. So it turned, I started writing a series on animal exploitation through his eyes and his experiences. And, um, it's going to be about six or seven books on each area, animals in, um, laboratories, animals for clothing, animals for food, mm-hmm. which is the one that's published October 2nd is the release date but you can pre-order on Amazon and I actually I'm hoping it will arrive today it's stuck in customs so right I've got a few hard copies as soon as I get one I'll send one right to you oh, wonderful <laughs> excellent excellent and so people are able to pre-order it on Amazon and we'll have that link here on the posting as well yes. and uh, yes. you know this is if you want to start introducing this to people it's it's a simple great gift to hand to people you know we Again, yes. we don't respond to in your face, but we do respond to somebody sharing a passion, you know, of compassion. Mm-hmm. What you're trying to do is ignite someone's heart. Mm-hmm. When you ignite the heart, you're igniting the consciousness. Then comes the awareness. And with that awareness comes the action. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's the invitation that you're doing here is, you know, educating people to that. Let them come to their own conclusion. Because once you force people, they're going to go the opposite way and retaliate. Mm-hmm. It has to be that balance. Yeah, Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, you know, like me, as a disclaimer right at the thing, you know, I'm a 90% there, not quite 100%. That's still like a cream cheese, although, yes, vegan cream cheese is really great. I'm slowly discovering the vegan Mm -hmm. foods and the different choices that are happening. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's the thing is, is if if we say to people, go 90% and you're still on the fence with the 10%, that 10% will wither away as time goes. Mm -hmm. And, uh, do it for whatever reason. It could be for your health. It could be for a moral consciousness. You know, it could be out of compassion. Um, mm-hmm. It could be a political statement. But A&W's burger is selling out and being one of the most popular items is already a statement saying to people that this is what people want. 
This is yeah. what people want. So the thing is, we've just got to keep out there and keep telling people and keep sharing people as to why. And I'm glad you're doing the books individually on the different <laughs> um, sources because you're not doing it in a scare tactic, but you are doing it in an awareness awakening. Yes. And is, I, it, it was like a balance to find that gentle way of, of putting it out in a book, not to scare people, right. um, but to show the facts, which is scary. Yes. Um, so I've had quite a couple of good reviews now that are on my website um, that kind of remind me that it, it comes across as gentle. So that's good. <laughs> right. Well, that's the point is um, gentle does it. And, the, you know, the thing is, you know, by Zoom getting out there as a kid, he's inspiring other kids. He's also yeah. educating. Inspiring. <laughs> you're inspiring people and you're inspiring people because this, because our children today are in a totally different consciousness. They're in yeah. a totally different way they view life. And oh. they, they have in so many ways become our teachers, our yeah. reminders of yeah. what really is important back to our empathy, back to our connection to soul and to heart. And so, and, 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 our, and our culture right now um, encourages questioning, which I yes. grew up to do what you're told and yes. you know, question. So yeah. now, that kind of energy where you're allowed to question things, I think is fueling veganism. Right. And also I just wanted to point out that I wrote the book, the series two also to kind of take the hard edge off the word activist. Because yes. It, that's been such a, a word, you know, you hear activists, you think of, you, you know, you think yeah. of what we thought of in the seventies. Yeah. Um, so activists is, I want to see it through his right. eyes an activist and that it's okay to be an activist and stand up for what you believe yeah. in actionism yeah <laughs> and, yeah actionist and i think like um like we're not gonna stop you know <laughs> no, like no. why no. my well my what i thought i think it's not like they can't zoom but i don't know um nope well, you, you stand into what you believe in and that's yeah evident there and that, that see that's the inspiration when people are inspired by your belief in why you're doing it what you're doing it for and how you're doing it that actually then becomes what people get inspired by um, and that's what helps them change the way this is the thing yes we would love the whole world to be veganism and that is going to come but it may mm -hmm. take uh, a few decades to finally get mm -hmm. complete there or some catastrophic something happening along the way <laughs> that changes the way which also could happen but i think what we're seeing right now across the world is a wave of conscious awakening and that conscious awakening is on igniting our heart which ignites our conscience which ignites our action and it then has people like yourselves already out there at the head of the forefront inviting people so i thank you both for doing the work that you're doing Thank you so much, Sarah, and thank you for for asking us to be on after you saw us talk. That was really yeah, nice. That was really appreciate it. Very, oh, very. We appreciate the work that you're doing, the passion mm -hmm. and the compassion and everything behind it. And uh, um, you know, I want. I want you back, Gillian, on to talk yeah. more depth about the books and yeah. uh, and and more into into that. Um, but I'm so glad you are doing these books in a friendly way, and even the first book, so colourful, so bright, psychologically, mm -hmm. it sets people mm -hmm. in the right way. Mm -hmm. You're you're 
inspiring people, you're connecting people to heart. That's what you're doing is right. You know, you're just igniting hearts. And so are you by inviting everybody to be on your show and, <laughs> and having this platform. So thank you. Oh, I love, like, love. It's <laughs> all about love. Everything's thank about you. love. Yeah. And yeah, so. Now, how do they find you? We, we know we're going to be speaking yet. You've got a TED Talk coming up. What's your site? How do people find you? Uh, you can go to um, uh, Um, You can find me on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. And I'm going to, when am I going to do the TED Talk again? Uh, we're... Well, We're working on it. It's a it's a progress. Yeah. It's a work in progress. Yeah. Well, the Capilano Veg Fest. It's going to be coming on the twenty seventh of September. And are you? And that's and in North Van. Yes. In North Vancouver, right yeah. in BC, right. And we're going to be going on tour, a speaking book signing tour. Oh, excellent! When, when I actually get the hard copies of the book, right? Excellent. So yeah. please look out for that, folks, because um, he's an inspiring young man, and we have a very dedicated, loving mum. And you're a team. You're a team out yeah. there, and uh, your team exactly. You're going to get Pooch in there too, and <laughs> but one. And one Sorry. question. Um, do you guys have like an Instagram self discovery radio TV? Um, you yes. know, um, it's not an Instagram yet. No, uh, um, just because Instagram, you can't do things from the computer. You have to do everything yeah. on the phone. But, um, but we are on YouTube and uh, yeah. we we yeah. are on Google. Oh, like, oh, like you are, you have Facebook though, right? Oh yes, but self discovery radio. I'll do a live on Facebook if I can. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there we go. There's that beauty. So, bye, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate everything yeah. from the Vegetoria Conference. That's very, you know, very grateful. <laughs> yeah, I'm very grateful for your movement. And, Mum, what's your site? It's JillianMeganWalters.com. Excellent. So we are going to keep, a, you're going to be coming back and sharing with us. Yeah. And, uh, both of your links will be up here for everybody. And, uh, you know, just keep on, keep on rocking it. Keep on speaking yeah, it. Please. You know, the passion invites. It really does. When the passion comes from compassion, it resonates out to people. And whether it's the first time, second time, third time, it ignites a spark in them. And, you know, it's all about changing that consciousness and the more that we complete nurturing it, the more it has a chance to change direction. Yes. So that's all we can do is educate people as to why. And your platform is animals, right? Mm -hmm. Animals. Do yes. not hurt those beautiful babies, right? Yes. Yeah. Thank, they're, you. They're Thank you. They're someone's so kid. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's veganism. Yes. Veganism is veganism. Yeah. And some people say, well, I don't like veganism, but whatever. <laughs> we say we like it. They say And no. the reason they say that is because they don't know the options. Don't have and when you, and when, when you know the options, when you know what else is out there, you know, to make mm -hmm. that transition, and the more and more now today, the supermarkets carrying vegan food, and of mm -hmm. course, you can demand, you can say, I, I shop here, I want more vegan type food. Oh, lost you again. Hopefully we didn't lose you completely. But if we did, that's okay, folks. They're doing great work here and they really are setting up um, 
and you're an education and an inspiration on why to become vegan. And, you know, if, whether you do it one step at a time, or take a full leap, it doesn't matter. Just start shifting your perspective. Maybe having a few more vegetarians or vegan meals through the week, less meat, and slowly, gradually educating yourself and weaning you off and understanding the consciousness behind it all. So until next time, folks, bye for now. For more wonderful shows like this, please go to selfdiscoveryradio.com, podcasts and see our lineup. And if you wish to support us, we have a funded button. Please stay tuned for our next show.